Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. You need to know exactly where your food's coming from. That's the, the clientele that write the menu every week. Keeping your eyes open and your ear to the ground essentially and listening to what people are growing. The integrity, that, that provenance, that ability to not just know where something came from, but to really know the, the ins and outs of how it was raised mm-hmm. is really important. G'day and welcome to another Capital Cookbook 3 podcast. This is the Quicksand Food Connection and my name is Stefan Postuma. Today I speak with Andrew Duong, who is the owner at Miss Van's Vietnamese Street Food. The central hub of Miss Van's is in Westside Acton Park down by the lake, but they also partake in a lot of Canberra's roaming food events like the Forage, they are found at the night noodle markets, and a bunch of other events. And he's focused on providing high quality Vietnamese street food to the Canberra community. It's a part of a bit of a rise in street food that we've been seeing in Canberra over the last few years. And I really enjoyed talking to Andrew about what his position in street food in Canberra is, and also getting to know some of the ideas behind his menus and the recipes that they contributed to the Capital Cookbook 3. I really enjoyed talking to him, so I hope that you also enjoy my conversation with Andrew Duong from Miss Van's Vietnamese Street Food. Our background is Vietnamese Lao. I myself was born in Sydney, Australia. However, our parents, my, my paternal side was from Vietnam and maternal was from Lao. Mum and dad met each other in a refugee camp in Thailand wow. where they were based for three years and they immigrated to Australia uh, in early 1980s. Um, that's sort of where the basis of our food comes from um, the, the Vietnamese heritage, the Laotian heritage, and we, we got that Thai aspect as well. Um, our family, my grandmother, my uncle, my mother, uncle, grandfather, and grandmother they sold banh mi and pho in Thai refugee camps wow. for three years when they were over there. Wow. So it was a bit of a it was a bit of a shock when the eldest son, first born Australian son, turned around and said, well, I, want, I want to do a um, banh mi and a pho restaurant in Canberra. So that's that's where that comes from. I mean, everyone in our family has worked in kitchens at some point in their life. Yeah. Um, head chefs and head chefs, cooks, restaurant owners and all that sort of stuff. But yeah, Viet Lao heritage is, is the primary basis of us. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And... So you've got some experience in kitchens and then sort of at some point, you know, looking back on your background and then looking at the market in Canberra for street food, the events that are happening in a place like this, like Westside, you, you kind of just all came together and you said... Yeah, it, it all sort of happened out of, out of frustration. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I went to uni, I did that, I didn't enjoy it, worked in hospitality for a while, 
ran a, ran a couple of bars and big restaurants here in Canberra. Um, thought that was a progressive area that I wanted to develop in, but got to a point that I just, just didn't enjoy it. And then when, when you work in hospitality, you, you don't cook for yourself, you don't take care of yourself. So when you want, when you want good Asian food, you go out, you, you can't get it. Mm. And so that was sort of what pushed us to do this business. Because we, myself and amongst my friends, I've, I've always been the, per, the person that sort of does the family dinners and cooks and all that sort of stuff. Mm. And people say, you know, why don't you do this? Go and branch out, do something that you that you know. Mm-hmm. Went out, did this, and we've had good feedback so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess, uh, like, in Canberra, the availability of, you know, real Vietnamese food and stuff is is pretty traditional like yep. and and you know with a with a street food type concept and a modern place like like new acton it sort of allows you to put your own spin on it pop-ups are pop-ups are huge these days um yeah. overseas massive if you think to if you think to going to sort of go to asia go to vietnam go to laos go to thailand street food and pork style setups singapore and malaysia included that's huge. That's finally coming over to Australia. Yeah. Um, people are responding to pop-ups, even Sydney, Melbourne, Brizzy as well, and obviously now Canberra. Pop-ups are a good way for people like ourselves who have have a history of food and have a tie to a certain type of cuisine. It allows us to go, get out there into a, an easily accessible or easier concept to get into mm. and just be able to do good food. Yeah, that's, that's all it. it is. Yeah. yeah. And... I guess the cool thing about Canberra is that, um, you know, there's there's a local government who supports cultural events. Um, you know, like this precinct itself here, Westside, um, things like the noodle markets. There's, you know, events like the forage, and um, there there are ways for you to sort of have have as you say, it's pop up. It means that you can sort of take it mobile and take it to these events and, and, yep. and sort of spread the word at different sort of these cultural events. It's quite cool. Yeah. yeah. No, we're, we're very lucky here, especially at Westside here. The Chief Minister sort of has backed this site since, since years and years ago when it was sort of in its only sort of baby thoughts. And place like this only works with the support of the people. I mean, that's, that's part and parcel with every business, mm. but this place more so. Canberra's just responded really well to types of cuisine out here and just a small street style pop-up yeah. adventures yeah and like you touched on before I mean if you go to Southeast Asia you can't walk down the street without passing these beautiful smells of cooking meat and all the different yep. types of hawkers you, you walk around in Thailand you walk around in Vietnam and there's so much vibrancy and so much going on and I think in the past um, you know whether it be Canberra state law or federal law it hasn't facilitated really any, any yep. of that type of real street food culture to come to uh, come to the fore and allow people to interact with people like yourself and it's cool that, it, it's cool that there's now sort of there's a platform for you guys to be able to do that there is that's why that's why sites like Westside Village and Hamlet over in Braddon yeah these are this is good to progress for Canberra because at the moment still today the the laws surrounding simple pop-ups and even food vans and that sort of stuff there's nowhere there's nowhere to operate in Canberra and mm. legislation makes it really really hard to be able to do a successful business in that in that area but Westside Village and Hamlet are, are pushing it through and hopefully the legislation changes in the next mm. few years to make it easier for people like us to get out and just, just do good food that's it and, and it's good for you guys but the you know the populace of Canberra they're into 
you know, eating in different, in different environments. Yes. So, you know, you can come to a place like this and grab some tinnies from upstairs and sit there with a beautiful bowl exactly. of food. Like, and there's options around, like you've got Indian here as well and, you know, other Asian food. There's gelato, all sorts of stuff around. And, and instead of just doing the plain old thing of let's, let's, let's book a restaurant and go yeah. out for dinner, you can come to a place like this or go to the hamlet and everyone can choose between the multitude yeah. of different food that's there, get some beers, cheap people just like people like to have the option of variation yeah there's always there's always the time and the place for the nice restaurants the formal sit downs the table service the cutlery the napkins but there's also a time to sit down and sit outside Mm. with as you said a couple of tinnies table of mates good view and just simple food at a reasonable price yeah and the other thing about west side here is that um, you know, five years ago, before before the Kingston Foreshore and before this place, there was such a scarcity of places to dine by the lake in yep. Canberra. Like we're this, like you know, purpose-built city with a man-made lake. Yep. Yet, you know, your dining options with a view of the water or on the water are so limited. Exactly. So it's cool that the government sort of. Um, and, and, and private enterprise have sort of said, you know, let's make use of this waterfront. That of this waterfront here. that we've got here. Yeah. That's absolutely fan- it's stunning. And it's just, as you said, it's a man-made lake that hasn't been utilised to its full potential for so many years yeah. until Foreshore came along, until Westside came along. Yeah, yeah, it's really cool. Um, let's talk about your food. Um, you know, is there is there sort of like, I mean, obviously you take influences from your background. Um, you know, how would you sort of describe the food of Miss Vans? Miss Van's food, our core menu takes a very traditional approach. Um, all of our recipes that we use here are recipes that have been in our family for the last 20, 30, 40 years. We, the food that we cook has a traditional basis, but is, is open and friendly to, to the Western society, yeah. I guess. The, so the, core menu, the core menu is concentrated on the staple Vietnamese for the banh mi and the bun noodle bowls. But then we we play around every week with our weekly specials. So they they go from Vietnam to Thailand to Laos. They they do things that my family wouldn't necessarily sit at a dining table and go, okay, this is you know our traditional food. But it's food that we all still enjoy. It's um it's an in between at the moment. We we're sort of breaking the barriers of st- trying to stay true to what myself trying to stay true to what I know. And what I grew up with, eating every night, mm. and then giving people sort of new styles of food that is still on trend and it's still funky mm. and it's you know it's it's Instagrammable. Yeah, it's the food that people can visually appreciate that has substance and depth and taste to it. Yeah, for yeah. sure. And and that's what gets people talking as well. You know, yeah. what I mean, like that's something that people want to share. If I if like I've come down here before eating, and um, you know, you, you make recommendations. You say, you know go down there try it out it's like yep. perfect flavor you know it's like really on point and it's a different setting it's really cool um and the two dishes you gave us to shoot for the um for the book is the chicken fur so we have a chicken fur um and a pork belly bun me yep. possibly two of our most favorite and most best received specials from the public yep. just two simple dishes that people love but something that's easily to replicate at home yeah that's um it. that's purpose of the food that we do the food that we do here is some of it's very technical like sort of making a, a, a fur stock yeah something that takes 24 hours but 
something that can be, sim- be simply broken down yep. so that you can go to Coles, you can go to Woolworths, you can go to Asian Groceries, you can find all these ingredients easily, mm. and you can prep these up for a small amount, for a big amount. Yeah, just good, simple, hearty food. Yeah. Do you want to take us, take us through, just give people an insight into the preparation of your stocks? Sir? So, our the stock, the stock for the chicken fur, we um, we buy in free range chicken bones and free range chicken. Um, the chicken sort of, the process is is slightly tedious, but. A broth, a broth requires attention. That's it. So we, you know, we clarify the stock. We, we pan fry our dry herbs. We grill our onion. We grill our ginger. Yeah. We use shiitake mushrooms to provide a nice umami flavour instead of just bulking up with MSG, which is so used to in so many other places in mm-hmm. Canberra. Just simple ingredients, utilised well, cooked for a long time to extract out every sort of single bit of flavour out of mm-hmm. them, and then just using fresh components. So fresh coriander fresh a lot we use fresh noodles from our Asian groceries we use free range chicken breasts just hearty food low in fat just delicious and healthy and healthy for you yeah that's it I think that's the uh, that's what really gets me about for like I bloody love Asian food of all descriptions yeah and Sometimes it's, it's it's easy to go down the fried road, yeah, and 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 you end up with something quite greasy, which is awesome. Like I mean, I bloody love pad thai or, or, or whatever yeah. it may be. But having a having a fur and like from the time I've spent in Vietnam before, you'll sit there and have one for breakfast, and as soon as you finish, you'll feel quite full. But as it settles, you just feel really good. It gives you energy, and it doesn't it doesn't have that heavy feeling in your stomach. That's right. Fur is one of those dishes that is actually traditionally eaten for breakfast, yeah. not for not at night. It's it's balanced in flavour, but it's balanced in carbohydrates and protein. It's got stock that bone broth is so big these days for that particular reason. Yeah. So I mean, in in Asia, we we they eat fur for breakfast. It's just something that gives you sustenance for the whole day. Yeah. And fur is it's warming. It's good for the soul, and it yeah. it cures illnesses as yeah, well. Yeah, that's it. And 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 the beauty of street food and, and, and Vietnamese and stuff as well is that you, you've got you know you've got your different sauces and you've got your chili and you've got the additions that you can m- make it to suit how you want to eat it exactly. you know what I mean exactly yeah yeah that's really cool that's what I, I bloody love for so thanks for that dish because I'll be cooking that recipe once you give it to You're me you welcome um, and, and the pork belly bun me do you want to just take us through the sort of some of the components and, um, and how you put it together yeah so our pork belly bun me is actually quite simple to do the, it's quite simple to assemble rather we do a traditional Chinese-style um, roast pork, mm-hmm. so we, we still buy in the free-range pork belly. Mm-hmm. That gets, for our purpose, we, we brine it overnight, mm-hmm. and then we cure the, the skin with salt. We marinate the bottom with our five spice, our salt, our sugars, garlic powder, ginger powder. Let that sit overnight. We cook it at quite a low temp, quite a low temp to start off with for about an hour and a half, and then, like a good pork belly, everyone likes a bit of crackling, so we bang up, bang up the heat. Um, vinegar the skin to get a nice bit of crackling mm-hmm. and then we find it's best to let it sit overnight so the meat and the gelatin and the pork settles mm-hmm. slice it up the next day find some good traditional Saigon rolls um, bunnies have to be made on a, a good quality Saigon roll mm. so <laughs> this, what defines a Saigon roll is just besides the shape and how it's made is that a Saigon roll is nice and crusty on the outside but completely airy and fluffy on the inside mm. that's what makes a good bunmi. So we just lather that with our homemade mayo. We put some pork belly on with the crackling, fresh herbs, thinly sliced cabbage slaw, finish up with some soy sauce, yep. and that's it. Yep. Just simple. Yeah. It's, at the end of the day, it's a sandwich, but it's just it's a different type of sandwich. Yeah. 
I was blown away when I first went to Vietnam and um, and first discovered it. it was when when was it? Two thousand and five, when I went there for the first time, and it's interesting with the the French influence on Vietnamese food and yep. and and you know I wasn't too across the history at the time and 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 you just roll up to a cart that's that's a meter squared. And the amount of stuff and the and the, the practicality of their setup and, yep. and, and what they've got in there and they've got the laughing cow cheese and they've got the pate and and you're like, what is all these combinations coming at me? Like, what is she putting on this thing? Yeah, that's. <laughs> I think that's that's. I think that's the story with all good food in the world. A bit of colonization here and there, where people have come in and put in their influence. Yeah, you know, the, the Spanish did it, the Dutch did it, um, and the French did it, particularly in Vietnam. And we we wouldn't we wouldn't have pho and we wouldn't have banh mi if it wasn't for that influence. Mm. And people just put it there and a little touch in it, and that's that's where you go. But bun mi is in pho. I mean, you can sort of you can really substitute anything. Bun mi is particularly you can you can do pork, you can do chicken, you can do beef, you can do seafood. Mm. It's just one of those foods that can be adapted to whatever flavors that you enjoy. Yeah. And this time around, the pork belly bun mi should be one of our camp favorites yeah. so far. Yeah, and it's a it's a great combo. And I think, to be honest, I reckon um, no one does pork like. The Asian people like no, they really, you, they really know their way you, yeah. around pork, especially something yeah. like a belly. It's um, yeah. I mean, you know, it's been it's been done a lot, and, the, and execution's always perfect. Yeah, you, you, <laughs> you it's pork belly is one of those things. It's delicious, but the, you with pork belly, it's important to to support good butchers to buy in the proper the proper free range and the, even the organic, just well treated pork because. Pork can, can go one way or the other. It can mm. be really, really tasteful and have a lot of flavour and depth to it, like like a like a good cut of beef, or it can just be really, really bland and fatty, mm. like a chicken thigh. Yeah, so it's important to find good stuff. Yeah, um, mate, is there is there anything else going on around Westside Acton? Any like sort of where do you where do you see this place going in the future? Well, we're we're waiting for a little bit more support from our local government to sort of get the site activated a bit more. We're hoping to see some more retail spaces towards the end of this year and the start of next. Mm. Hoping, to, hoping to lock in a bit of a longer contract as well, just so that ourselves and all the fantastic vendors out here can just stay on and to do what we're doing. Mm. And then hopefully with the addition of some retail vendors, just bring more people and activate the site a bit more. Mm. It's just, Westside is great, but Westside can definitely build us to something mm. much, much greater. And Canberra's received us very well so far. We just need a little bit more to yeah. just get it out there. Yeah, and... I mean, the cool thing about it is that it's a unique site, but it also provides an opportunity to collaborate with different organisations to have events here. Yep. So with New Acton across the footbridge there or, you know, markets and things like that, there's a lot of space yeah, here. Yeah, we, we, there are weekly markets around here. We've just finished the National Capital Rally recently, Art Not Apart, which is a, one of the camera's biggest sort of art collective events, is held here uh, for the second year now, just finished. And we're about to go into Florida, which is just across the road. So mm. it's a fantastic site for event activation. A lot of live acts, uh, live acts, concerts, and just musical events in general. Yeah, and right down by the lake, and there's plenty of bloody good food around. So yep. it's a good spot to be. Andrew, thanks so much for your awesome recipes, no, You're very man. welcome. Yeah, cheers. Thank you, mate. Thanks for listening to my chat with Andrew from Miss Van's Vietnamese Street Food. If you want to find out more about them, you can visit their website, which is missvans.com.au. And if you want more of these podcasts, you can download the Quicksand Food Connection on iTunes and on Stitcher. You can also find it on our website, quicksandfood.com. 
If you want to find us on social media, we're at Quicksand Food on Facebook and on Instagram. Thanks so much for tuning in and we'll catch you again next time. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.